Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and maybe, just maybe, get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and the wrong dead guy won an Oscar last night. And I'm Brianna, and I'm wondering how many dicks Anthony Hopkins had to suck with consent to win that. <laughs> consent from both sides. And today we'll be watching... I'm going to put the Mortal Kombat guy screaming there. Mortal Kombat is written by Dave Callahan uh, and Greg Russo, directed by Simon McQuaid and stars Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, and Josh Lawson. But I'm not sure how many people listening to this actually know who any of those people are. Uh, but before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. I am going to get right to it because I just want to let you people know to please either skip ahead or wait till after the review to listen to our discussion about the Oscars from last night because we are going in hot. Oh, you called it a discussion. In reality, it's just like we're going to be throwing shit at walls. <laughs> That's good enough. Tidbits! Tids. The movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is Mortal Kombat. Uh, this movie was technically supposed to be the third of a three-movie deal based on the contract by the guy who played Liu Kang in 1995. He signed up for three movies, and he only made the two. Uh, it was because, of course, Annihilation came out and bombed. So fucking awful. Max and I did a review, a review uh, on my other pod, Dope Flicks. Go check that out. Um, but it makes sense why they wouldn't. Oh, make I the get third it. One. It's like a review. Yeah, it's like a review. Like you, know you review. I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it makes sense why they wouldn't make the the third one, Brianna, because it was just so bad, dude. Like it was so much worse than the first. Um, like it, 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 like it, it was disgusting looking. So like, I don't, yeah, they've definitely had to shelve that shit. It's like a really bad Power Rangers. Oh, it was way worse than that, one hundred percent. So for the last twenty years, the third film has just been in limbo, in production hell, with like no one wanting to touch the fucking thing. Midway Games, who owned the franchise, got sued in two thousand nine and subsequently went bankrupt. So WB bought that shit, and but WB bought most of their assets. Uh, and shit. So that included MK and Rampage. You see Rampage when that came out a few years ago? With The Rock? Yeah, with The Rock. So that's a midway game I did. Game as I well. actually think I saw it in theaters. I liked that. I, I thought it was pretty good. Wait, is that the one with the big white, like, monkey? Yeah. That's based on a video game? Yeah, that's based off a video game from the 90s. It was an old arcade game by Midway. It was fucking sick. You played as, a, like, a big-ass lizard or a big monkey, or a big wolf. Those are the three things that you could be. And then they f- somehow turned it into a movie. Did you play Mortal Kombat a lot? Yeah, I played the fuck out of Mortal Kombat. I think it was the first, my first Sega game ever, actually. Oh, it was one of my first video games I ever played besides Sonic. Oh, I, 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 I love Sub-Zero. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited for this movie tonight. WB had already merged with a new line, though, Brianna, after they bought the, like, before they bought the rights to the video game stuff, they'd already merged with New Line Cinemas, who had been making the movies. So now they had essentially all the power to do whatever the fuck they wanted with the franchise. And so what they chose to do was hire a guy named Kevin. Kevin! Kevin had directed a short Mortal Kombat um, film in 2010, and it was written by a guy named Oren that WB liked so much that they asked if uh, 
he'd direct a whole movie. They were like, hey, Kevin, come, come do this shit for us. And it was a bold move, Warner Bros. However, a few years later, though, Kevin was like, nah, I'm not going to do this shit anymore. Um, he was directing a Mortal Kombat web series called like Mortal Kombat Legacy, and then he decided to leave the project. And so the movie sat for a couple more years after that, and it didn't really get touched again. So, so now it's 2015, and our guy Kevin, he's, he's off directing fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Flash, Supergirl, Iron Fist, a, a million little things. He's, he's killing it as a, as a TV director at this point. So uh, WB goes, okay, who directed Saw and Aquaman? James Wan? Boom. Okay, get him to produce it because we're not paying for him to direct this thing. Because that would cost too much. So, they don't have that saw money. <laughs> no, they don't have that saw money. So Well, they do, but they don't want to spend it. Uh, so a year later, uh, it's 2016, and James Wan and WB decide on a director. And you're going to be glad that they took so long because the guy they hired didn't make a short film until 2014. So can't hire somebody if they don't make movies yet. It's a big brain move. Okay. Mm. Uh, this man, his name is Simon McQuaid, who I mentioned in the intro. He's the person directing tonight's film, and uh, that film is written by Greg Russo, not a Russo brother, just a, just a man with a last name, Russo. Uh, he has no credits on IMDb, but he also has, like, fucking 95 movies coming out, including one called Category 6 about a coastal hurricane, Brianna, which, uh, which to be honest, I'm a, I'm a big fan of disaster movies, so, so I'm all for that shit. <laughs> um... But after 20 years of rewrites and rehires and lawsuits, 2019 rolls around and the script has been finalized by Warner Brothers and actually is still based on the original screenplay by our guy Oren, wrote in 2009. Um, so that's pretty cool. Shout out Oren, shout out Kevin. Uh, earlier this year, though, Simon Quaid said that it was close to getting an NC-17 uh, rating, but oh. I, I don't know, dude. It's 2021, like... How, Brianna, come on, like, I feel like that's just trying to make noise, right? Like, how, how bad could it possibly be that it would get an NC-17 rating? Have you seen some rated, dude, fucking Hills Have Eyes was rated R, and that dude rapes, like, a 13-year-old girl, and that, that, so, like, how bad could, could the gore be in this movie? Like, I don't understand. Unless they were, like, actually stabbing people, I don't know. (laughs) They were actually killing the actors in this thing. They They were actually freezing people, yeah. Nerd. He was like uh, in the in the in an interview. He was like, "There are some things that skirt the line because we didn't want people to be like, well, this is lame." Oh, that's the what I would I would prefer. I prefer to be like, "Whoa, that was too much." Not you know, not that it would really get to that point for me personally. Um, but this movie, Brianna, gives us Noob Cybot. I don't know who I don't know if you know who that is. Um, but he is like uh, he is was kind of like, like a shadow character that got in a got like his own move set and then like. As the lore goes, he's like the original Sub-Zero. And so he's played by a guy who is an Indonesian national judo champion. And so Sub-Zero is played by that guy instead of uh, some Dago from Brooklyn with a degree from ITT Tech and a widow's peak. Uh, like he was in the fucking 1996 version. They took off his mask and he was just some Italian just just standing there like, Hey, hey my name's Colosiano. And so it's an actual Asian guy. So that's fun. The guy who plays him, though, signed on to play him for four sequels. Mm. But that's also what the first guy said. The first guy was supposed to make that's another ballsy. sequel. Yeah. So he's so we're supposed to get four Mortal Kombat sequels. 
Maybe he thinks this is his retirement from judo. He's like, yeah, I'll sign on. Who the hell cares? I'm not going to be like a serious actor. I'll sign up for these movies. That's fine. I feel him. I feel him on that. Uh, Ludi Lin, who played the Black Ranger in <laughs> Power Rangers. Yeah, that's a good name, right? Uh, he played the Black Ranger in Power Rangers reboot, plays Liu Kang. And then Makad Brooks plays Jax. Josh uh, Lawson plays Kano. Chin Han plays Shang Sun. And uh, Hiroyuki Sayonara plays Scorpion. And he's pretty much the most famous guy in this. Uh, he's going to be in Army of the Dead that's coming up that we'll be reviewing in a couple weeks. He was also in The Wolverine, 47 Ronin, and Endgame Brianna. If you remember, he played. He was the boss that Hawkeye fucked up in the rain. You remember that? You remember when Black Widow goes to find Hawkeye and he's like, he's like fucking shit up. He's like slicing dudes with a sword in the middle of Japan and he stabs that, like he gets like to the boss and he fucking, he marks him. And then she's like, you gotta come with me. And he's like, um, my family's gone. I'm all sad. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that now. Yeah. He plays the guy who gets stabbed. What an so honor. Uh, production <laughs> took place in September. To December of 2019, all in Southern Australia, but mostly on the soundstage there. Um, but in November 2020, someone said that they still had some things to shoot. So I don't know if it was reshoots or just some, just because they were like, fuck it, we have COVID, so we can do some reshoots. But either way, it was released on HBO Max April 23rd, 2021. And at the time of this recording, Brianna, it has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Based on 51,630 reviews, it has a 55% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 190 reviews, and an 87% audience score based on 2,500 reviews. It has a 44% on Metacritic, and also an 87% of Google users like this movie. Brianna, your huh? Yeah, yeah, your huh actually leads me to a big point that I have right now. And I've got a problem with Rotten Tomatoes when it comes to this kind of stuff. 191 people 191 people were the critics the shit throwing okay okay yeah they get to decide what the rest of the world thinks of this movie because what it's going to say is 55 percent on rotten tomatoes because of the critic score they're not using the audience score why don't they use the audience score 2500 plus people rated this movie and 87 just a bunch of jabronis it that means something if if if, if those jabronis if if 2500 plus jabronis like this movie I think that I'd rather listen to those jabronis because it's a gory action movie. That's, you know what I mean? Like, what's the, what are the, what are the critics? This is when I say we're not critics because I'm not a, I, I mean, I hope I don't come out of this thing. Hey, Jesus Christ, I'm going to be eating my words here. I just know it. Well, now I'm depressed. Brianna, did you find anything while you were doing some research? Um, no, I didn't do any research because I was too busy. Um, you know, sticking it to the man as a yellow person, so I was not into researching this movie. I did listen to the soundtrack, aka just the one Mortal Kombat theme song, over and over for a while today, so I feel pretty prepared. Okay, we support the boys in blue in this podcast, and by boys in blue, I mean the male, the male people. Shout out Brianna. I actually got a thank you today from, like, a, an actual veteran, and I... <laughs> It made this stupidest. It was kind of like when someone says like "thank you" and you say "you too." It was like sort of like that, but he was like "thank you for all you're doing and being out there every day." And I was like "thank you," <laughs> <laughs> and I walked away and I was like, "Wow, what a fucking idiot!" 
<laughs> Good for you. Looking like a hoodsie. But he, with your but he was so cute. Yeah, my my face hoodsie's not working. Well, Brianna loves old I tried people. to she get some sun. I do. They're little baby raisins. Oh. He was a little raisin. He had a little uh, little veteran hat on. He was in a little wheelchair, and I went, hi, little raisin. That's what you called him while you gave him his mail? No, he was He was just kind of sitting on the side of the street. Oh. He wasn't like a homeless sitting on the side of the street. He was just like Hashtag sad veteran movie. His, uh... His house was like up the street, and I think he was just getting some fresh air. Mm. I wonder if he saw Cherry. Anyway, <laughs> you want to give me this? He knows what the movies are anymore. So <laughs> I wonder if he watched the Oscars last night. He's probably pissed about Chadwick Boseman not getting a not getting his his Oscar win. I remember oh, well. when Clark Gable. All right, you want to give you want to give me a synopsis while I pack my bunk? I don't have the synopsis. I told you I didn't do any research. You couldn't even grab the synopsis. Dude, I was heating up my dumpies. Are you kidding me? You didn't you didn't even look up the synopsis to this thing? I did like last week, but I didn't write it down. So you couldn't even take 4 sec like while I was while I was talking for the last 10 minutes. You couldn't it's been take It's li- well, a lot longer than that. My dumpies are pretty cold now, so Okay. Well, in that case, I'll give you the synopsis. So you have this. So you have the synopsis the whole time. You're giving me a hard time about it. You write down the synopsis every single time. No, I don't. I just looked it up right now in the five seconds that it took me to look it up. Well, I don't, I don't want you like to yell dingus. at me because I don't want you to yell at me because Brianna's making a lot of noise on her productivity desk and she's clacking away on her keyboard, and then you have to go, "Oh, Brianna, I have to edit out all the noise." Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Well. <laughs> MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand out against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Okay, I do remember reading that. I should just start doing the synopsises. That sounds great, I bet. People are going to love it. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and in three, two, one. I think people appreciate my improv synopsises. And we're back. <sighs> from watching Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> Brianna, mm-hmm. at least Raiden was Asian in this one. You know what? I appreciated that. I appreciated the Asian representation in this particular Mortal Kombat. But other than that, I also appreciated the empowerment of men wearing dresses. A lot of men wearing dresses. Yeah, I a lot of men that. wearing dresses. They didn't give the female characters depth in this, but they definitely went, like, a little bit, like, deeper. Yeah, they kind of didn't make them just, like, these women that we were, like, wow, supposed to look at as, like, eye candy. Like, the one with the wings was mildly eye candy, but she wasn't in the end of that. Mm. But, like, Sonya was attractive, but she was, like, a mildly strong female role. She was kicking ass and taking names, and then that girl with the teeth, she was cool. But they didn't have any women as just, like, women to be there to look at and gawk. Yeah, well, okay. I gawked. I still gawked. (laughs) That's that's not my take, ladies and gentlemen. That's Brianna's take. (laughs) What'd you think of the movie itself? You know what? I can see where people had their frustrations with it. And... I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy watching 10 minutes of credits for nothing. But oh, yeah. I, um... you, 
just just so you guys know, there's no after credit scene, but you're gonna think there is because the credits are fucking ten minutes long. So you're like, oh, there's gotta be something. Ten minute long credits. Nope. No, no credits. No, no, no after credit scene at, at all. So that was kind of just. That's the twist ending. I like it. No after credit. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that's the whole twist of the entire movie. You wait the entire time just to just to figure that out. Did you? Like I it? thought it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that it was a solid Mortal Kombat movie. There's only been three. Uh, this was definitely the best one. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't, and I didn't even dislike it, you know, and maybe I'm not even neutral on it. I'm like above neutral, probably because of the nostalgia factor. But I mean, the blood was awesome. Like Cole Young is not a good actor, uh, but the character makes sense. It's kind of like a generic create a player in a video game who just gets like shoved into the world they're in. And it's like the whole kind of movie revolves around him just kind of being a fish out of water. So that, so like the, for me, the, the structure of the script was better than the previous two for sure. And the story was better than the previous two for sure. Um, there was, uh, there was buildup. Maybe the buildup happened a little later. Like the payoff happened a little later than I had hoped, would have hoped, but there was still buildup. Um, there was, and there was a story, uh, at 38 minutes though. I decided that I didn't care about the dialogue anymore. I was like, the dialogue is clearly just a vehicle to get me to the fights. Which, I've heard a lot of criticism about. I've heard a lot of people say that it they're too short. Um, which they are. But, as Brianna pointed out while we were watching the movie, they have to showcase everybody. And there's a, there's a decent amount of people to showcase. No, there was a lot of people on people fighting. And so I liked that they had to showcase every single one. And they kind of gave everyone their own little, like, blip of fighting. And then I also said that in reality, like, sure, some guy isn't really going to be shooting fire out of his hands in a real fight. But the fight length seemed pretty legit. Especially with the, the way some of them ended. Like, that wasn't going to be a long fight to begin with. Sorry. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And to add on to that, the first movie was very frustrating um, for both Max and I while we were watching because we're looking at it and going, Liu Kang has no powers, Johnny Cage has no powers, Sonya has no powers. How can they fight Scorpion and Sub-Zero and Goro without, like, it'd just be normal people? And it's supposed to be just like, oh, their abilities are so good. And it's that was, that was just so annoying. And in this... Um, they do have powers, which, um, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, but, like, they do have powers, and uh, it's it just makes it, it makes an even playing field. Uh, the new Sonya, clearly better actress than the first two. I, I know, Brianna, I know you're a big fan of the first one, Veronica Vaughn, as we, as we found out while we were watching. I mean, she's the best out of, like, the worst ones there's no, they didn't pick anyone in this film because they are like Oscar winners or they ever will be most likely. So they were there for mostly the fighting and being able to coordinate like stunts and stuff. But yeah, she was a pretty good Sonya. I, uh, I did appreciate her. I don't, you know, she's still not my favorite, but she was up there. Yeah, she's no Veronica Vaughn, but she was a much better actress. <laughs> Uh, than the Veronica Vaughn who played her. Yeah, but then uh, when the she actually rep- started talking with your dialogue that you hated, it was like, no, no, Sonya, shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Shush, 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 shush. 
Um, the new reptile. There's a new reptile in this. Not even close. This one is so much better than the old reptile. The old reptile is an embarrassment to cinema. That's that's all I have to say. If you, if you know, you know. Uh, Kano's a toss-up for me. Uh, Butcher Kano in the original one. Bill, Billy Butcher. I'm the butcher. The um, Billy Butcher Kano was pretty good in 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 the original, but this one was he he wasn't bad. And once again, everybody kind of had a little arc in this, so it was they the there was just more payoff. There really was just more payoff, regardless of where it happened or when it should have happened. That that's up for debate, in my opinion. But it it did happen, and so that was that was okay. Um, I like Luke Kang in this better, I think too. But he doesn't look old enough. Ugh. He looks like a baby man. I, okay. <laughs> so Liu Kang in this one, he did a good job as the character, Liu Kang. I'm not gonna, you know, shit on him for that. But yeah, they picked someone that didn't physically look like the Liu Kang that we're all thinking of. Yes, he was Asian. Yes, he had some nice hair and it was kind of long like the original one. But mm -hmm. his body was like too jacked. It was like watching like a child bodybuilder. It was just uncomfortable. It like made me cringy. Yeah, he did that like he did that like flex thing where he showed all the muscles, but he was super he's super thin, so like it's kind of like exaggerated and it was all like It's kind of like, like when you see like Justin Bieber without his shirt on everyone's like wow he's so hot and it's like no that's weird he's like yeah. so skinny and is like a teenager still uh, yeah uh, Sorry, I will Lou. say you, you know who looks super hot in this Goro ooh Goro looks so much better in this one than he did in the, the, the first one was Goro in the second one Brianna now right I don't remember I kind of fell asleep halfway through he he falls off a cliff in the first one, so I doubt he's in the second one. But either way, he looked so much cooler in this one. I know CGI obviously is CGI at this point, but who it's he looks so good. The, the CGI in this is fantastic. There's no way I'm taking that away from this movie. It looks no. so fucking sick, and that is the saving grace. Like if Sub Zero if, like was literally the best character because of the CGI. Oh, he was just freezing the fuck out of everyone. Benihana was just lighting it up. And it's just the Mortal Kombat you're used to, especially in 2021 after we've had fucking, like, I guess 11 Mortal Kombat video games at this point. And, the, you know, like, the, the fatalities in those games have, 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 um, have grown and become different and gotten larger and more bloody. And it's just kind of what we're used to at this point. And they, and they really went for it. Um, great, good integration between CGI and practical effects in, in real-life immersion just re some really beautiful stuff and the blood is just like ooh like there's a couple kills in there that that really get you going could have been better but once again there's more room to grow if this dude that plays fucking sub-zero signed up for four goddamn sequels i'm hoping that we get more which just means more room for uh more room for battles and like less room for story because you know you kind of get like you kind of get the premise at this point which by the way once again just have to say that um I think they did a, they did a solid job with the story itself. It's a video game movie. They're tough, and there was at least there was at least something to it. You weren't just thrown into the world like you were in the first one, and it just worked. 
No, I agree. I think that if you didn't know what Mortal Kombat was, you didn't know there was video games, you didn't know there was other movies, like you could watch this and still have like a pretty enjoyable time. Yeah, for sure. The edits were a little annoying at points, but <laughs> that's that's action movie edits at this point in time, I guess. But they're, they're, it's not the worst. They're, it's not a Liam Neeson movie. Overall, definitely, definitely enjoyable. Oh, wait, and... but weren't you... Weren't you the person that said there was going to be like kill counters or uh, like damage counters? No. What do you mean? I thought you said, did. I thought that Dopeflix, the podcast, said that there was going to be damage counting in there, kind of like the video game. Oh, I know. I didn't hear that. Maybe uh, Max said that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like I heard that somewhere and I don't really listen to a lot of news, so I'm pretty sure it was your podcast. <laughs> huh. Well, we'll see about that one. <laughs> um, so glad Johnny Cage wasn't in this, but I don't know if I'm going to get so lucky. I hope that time, if he is around. in the next one, that they pick someone that's like really good. I hope they pick someone famous. Like you can't just have a rando. Like it has to be like. I feel like you have to put a face to it if it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I it know. could be someone famous, but also hoping they maybe saw this Mortal Kombat, people are going to like now be like, oh, I want to be Johnny, Johnny Cage. Like, yeah, everyone raising their hands like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> it's it's made back like half its money so far. So here's to hope and it makes here's to hope in WB like. Is like yeah we 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 made enough they got enough views on HBO Max we'll we'll make more because once again it was Mortal Kombat it was sick it could have been better the fights could have been longer maybe there's a fucking like McQuaid cut that that's like four hours long and the bat <laughs> the battles are like fifteen minutes a piece and it's much darker that would be sick yeah the um but overall I am giving it a solid. Mortal Kombat rating, 34 out of 50 popcorn bags. And I'm absolutely recommending it if you are a fan of action movies, gore, violence, or Mortal Kombat. And definitely not if you don't like any of those things. They're just not the movie for you. How about you, Brianna? I'm going to give it... A 34 is a pretty good score. I'm going to go above and beyond and give it a 38 out of 50 popcorn bags. I respect that. And I would also recommend it, but yeah, if you cannot do blood, then you're not going to want to watch this at all. You see bone at one point. I'm just going to... You see like a whole cross section of a person. There's a huge spoiler for you. I'm not going to tell you which person, but there's a cross section of a person. So if you can't deal with that, then... It's not, yeah, it's not the movie for you. Or maybe just look away. Like maybe listen to this, look away, and then come back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Why don't we get into the spoiler zone? (laughs) Favorite parts, least favorite parts, Brianna. Why don't you start us off? Hit me with some of your favorite parts. Favorite part. Right off the bat, Cole Young does a sick parkour move. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the more exciting parts in the beginning of the movie. There was not a lot of action going on at that point in time. He, he runs up on a car and just kind of like does a flip over a fence, but it's really him and there's no edit and he just does like a, this little barrel roll and get, pops up. It's pretty good. 
over barbed wire fence yeah they do there's a lot of like setting the groundwork like this whole movie is setting groundwork but like there's a lot of just story at the beginning where there's nothing really going on and like sure there's like a a faux mma fight but like other than that there's no action aside from the very beginning yeah there better be a lot of fucking movies because there was a lot of setup in this which i'm saying if there is more movies then there could be there's the payoffs there so that's that's fine but um other favorite parts I think that I know we weren't really listening to the dialogue, but I thought Kano's dialogue was pretty funny. I thought Kano did a good job in this. I thought his storyline, actually, that was one of my favorite parts, was that his storyline was much better in this. Like uh, in in the old one, he just gets teleported to the outer world because um, Shang Tsung's like, this dude's a fucking badass in the mortal realm, uh, so I want him here. But in this one, he's hired by Sonya. Uh, she tricks him into thinking that she's going to give him like $3 million. So money still motivates him. He's still like scummy. Um, and then he ends up kind of like, he, he's kind of like on the good team for a little bit. Um, and he gets like a power. He gets the ability to shoot a laser out of his eye. And he's all pumped up about it. And like, you, it, it was a little arc for him. But then he, it was kind of lame because he switches sides like more than halfway through, maybe like 75% way through the movie he like switches sides but it's never really like a thing it's not like a kano betrayed us it's like a oh we're we have to go kill kano now yeah they were kind of like oh we saw that coming duh yeah and it's like well we didn't so thanks <laughs> yeah but they but they they did they did spend a good amount of time on the comedy bits that he, that he would uh unfurl um, i did i did like how they got their powers it happened a little late in the movie everything happened a little late in the movie they could have they could have done it all in the first half, like they could have got their powers in the first half, right? Yeah, but they I told you they were laying they were laying down the the mats before you know you paint so you don't make a mess. Yeah, that's so true. The blood doesn't go everywhere. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. But um, but I'm, I I like the way they got their powers. I like that there was powers in general. That's not even something that happened in the first or second one. So boring. The first, the first one was kind of boring because the fight scenes sucked in that. That was one of my least favorite parts of the, like the one in, from 95. Yeah, it was 95, though. I know, I know. I'm just saying that's why this one's so cool. The second one was like a bad porn. Ooh, the second one's disgusting. Talk about <laughs> bad claymation. Ooh. And it's so, it's like, fi- the, f- the second one is like five years after... Jurassic Park, so there's no excuse for that bad, that kind of bad CGI from like a. <laughs> did you have any other? Um, did you have any more favorite parts? Yeah, when the the chick went through that buzzsaw and she got split in half. Oh yeah, uh, Melina. Yeah, the... there's a Captain America, and he uses his hat as a as a as a spinny shield that cuts people in half. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't do that. That wasn't his intention with his booby cap. It was, uh, Melina is a bad lady. She flies around like Maleficent and she's supposed to be really pretty. She was like, all right, pretty. I don't think she was the prettiest thing I've ever seen, but like she was, uh, what's his face's Chang Sung's like oogly girl with Mm -hmm. that flies around. And then all of a sudden, yeah, what's his face? comes in with his booby cap and saws her in half like a bad magic trick and then you see the cross section of her body like spine 
her organs like and when we say in half we mean like we mean like vertically like down the middle of her body standing up like the hot dog way yeah hot dog way not hamburger (laughs) way (laughs) and then you also see the girl with the teeth the the scary girl who like pulls up oh cool i'm glad that someone's showering right now Uh, (laughs) you see the the girl with the teeth who pulls like some venom stuff on us and like opens her mouth to this big thing where she's super teethy and you're like oh that's too much teeth ew she gets blown a hole a hole is blown in her by sonya after they shit on sonya the whole movie and say sonya you suck you don't have any powers and they just beat her down until she's like i don't have any powers you're right and then poof she kills someone and she gets their mortal combat tattoo and she becomes blood brothers with all of them and then she gets these cool shooty arm things kind of like uh captain marvel and she fucking blows a hole right through this bitch with the teeth and then you see the hole in her and then you actually can see her spine like her spine is intact and flesh is gone (laughs) that was fucking gnarly that was so gnarly the powers were great great addition like they would it would have been nothing without the powers the story goes Raiden brings these people without powers, trains them, and verbally abuses them until they get powers, and then they're able to fight Shang Tsung and his army. But there's no, like, they're not doing Mortal Kombat, like, in the, in, like, the ring or anything like that. Shang Tsung's just like, fuck you, nobody's gonna stop me, I'm gonna murk your shit and take all your shit, and I feel like there was, there was literally, like, the Mortal Kombat didn't happen in this movie. Yeah, yeah, because the event did not happen in this movie. It all happens outside of the event. So there, there has been no tournament yet. So I wonder if that's going to be in the next movie, which is yeah, kind of smart. Yeah, we're still waiting like, for it. <laughs> like, so we'll see what happens in the actual Mortal Kombat. Now everybody's got powers, and they'll be like fighters and shit, and they'll be like, let's fucking go. And also, I really liked that Scorpion was kind of a good guy in this, and that him and Sub-Zero fought each other instead of them being on the same side as kind of like these lackeys. Because that's essentially kind of what they were in the first one. Just these, like, beings. These, like, crazy, super powerful beings that were just lackeys. And so in this one, they were, like, they had a they had a fucking a grudge against each other. And there was, like, a long-seated reason why they wanted to kill each other. There was, like, a Chinese-Japanese, like, war. Yep. Yeah, that you see, there's a very, there's a scene in the very beginning of the movie that sets that up. And it's... You got Benny Hanna going against Scorpion. It's crazy. And it pays off in the very end of the movie. It's just a decent screenplay. So so good good job, guys. Very good job. I see why that guy is writing Death Note 2 and Category 6. And uh, there was one other thing. I forget forget what it was. It was like a sequel to something else. It doesn't matter. Um, What about least favorite parts, Brianna? I forgot to mention this is not one of my least favorite parts. This is one of my favorite parts. Okay. I really liked Shang Tsung's outfit. 
I liked his hair. I liked his cape. It was very Lady Gaga vibes. He had this like cool like chest plate that kind of made it look like he had boobs. I don't know if that was on purpose, but he mm. had his like big shoulder pads. I was really feeling it. I was vibing. Shang Tsung's a, a gender bender over here. And he had that long hair and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss my long hair. Do I need to grow my hair out? Shang Tsung, thank you. Um, but yeah, let's roll right into least favorite parts where... I rip apart Liu Kang and his BTS ass. <laughs> why don't you just start off? Why don't you just start us there? Go for it. Liu Kang looked like the lost member of BTS, and it was weird to see him trying to like fight people with fireballs, and I just didn't believe that they were coming out of him. That's all. No. Yeah, he's a, teen- he's a teenager. He played the Black Ranger in a P- Power Rangers movie only a couple years ago. Like, It's just... It, it's just... Uh, it's kind of it, he just kind of throws you off because everybody looks kind of more more adult and like ready to fight, and they don't make Liu Kang look like he doesn't know what he's doing at all. He's actually very powerful and skilled and knowledgeable. And I understand it's like, well, it doesn't matter what you look like. You know, Bruce Lee was th- like, I get that, but it's kind of like, eh, this is a Mortal Kombat movie. I don't really care what I don't really care about that other stuff. At least someone that's like filled out. Like they don't have to be like jacked. They just like filled out. I don't even care if you're, like, not filled out, but, like, give me something, like, maybe a little bit of a wrinkle on your forehead or something to, like, maybe some crow's feet around the eye area, just to show that you might have some, like, sun damage from, like, being out in the sun for too long, to show that you might have not just spent all your days in, like, high school. I just want a little bit. (laughs) Us Asians, we can't help the fact that we just have a youthful glow until all of a sudden we lose it. I just wish that they may... I don't know. I know they can't really give him a beard because we don't really grow beards very well. But maybe they could have, like, drawn one on or something. <laughs> they can CGI a mustache on Henry Cavill. Like, why I mean, couldn't we CGI some like, 5 o'clock shadow on this guy? <laughs> yeah, well, very, very for me, very simply put, the original Liu Kang just fit the fit the build more. He had a much more chiseled face. Maybe that's what I was missing. Yeah, his hair was also sweeter, I think. But that was just 80s hair, so it is what it is. Yeah, Liu Kang's hair was forced in this one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it looked like a wig, actually. <laughs> Where the fuck was Raiden in this? Like Raiden was being a fucking weasel. <laughs> dude, he better not... He better get more screen time in the next one. Listen, he's head and shoulders better than the last two Raidens who were like scared and nervous and one was a jokester trickster and like what like it they just did a, such a bad job with the original Raidens like this was he, he looked like him first of all he acted like him he was like this crazy powerful being he didn't fuck around but he wasn't in it and like he, they gave this lame excuse like I can't do the moral or I can't fight these dudes and I can't do the moral combat because I'm Raiden I'm a god and it's like all right dude but like all these people are getting murked like why don't you just like you're you're a god like, you, you just kill him like if Shang Sun's just like I'm gonna take your soul like just kill him yeah they couldn't find Raiden I do like how they made Raiden like a stronger like not like I don't know I feel like in the other movies they made him kind of old and like. I can't really think of the word, but, like, delicate. Like, if you push him too hard, he might break. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was a... Wa- First of all, he's a white guy. And, and just straight up. And second of all, he, like... He was, like... In the second one... In the second one, Raiden, like, comes out of the shadows at one point. Like, the near the end of the movie. And he's, like... 
like, excuse me, guys. Like, do you like my hair? I cut it. And it's just like, ew, like, Raiden, like, stop, stop looking for, like, I don't, I don't need you coming over here and, like, looking for affirmation. Like, that's weird. Like, just Raiden does his thing. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He's a god. Like, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be like, hee hee. Like, in the second one, he was really like, and in the first one, he was like, like a jokey, like Loki trickster, but only that, like if only Loki was like a jokey trickster, it was like, I don't like how fucking Raiden hid the whole time. And then when they actually needed him, when Kung Lao got fucking snapped. And they were like, Raiden, can you bring him back? And Raiden was like, no, no, no. Like, uh, as an elder god, no, no, we can't, we can't do that. Like, no, I gotta, <laughs> no, I gotta no, go no, do no. something else. My laundry's done. I gotta go get that. Like, chill, and chill, it was chill, like, chill. Raiden, come on, man. It's like when Captain Marvel's like, I got other stuff to do. And it's like, all right, Captain Marvel, like, come on. Like, you like what are like... you doing, Raiden? You polishing your fucking hat? Like, you putting your <laughs> eye drops in because your eyes are glowing all the time? Like, that was bullshit. He just sits on a charger. And charges up his. <laughs> he just like plugs himself that into was a wall. It, that was it. I heaven. hated that. I hated that that Cole Young oh. had an iPhone. <laughs> Brianna goes, "How the fuck is he charging that thing? <laughs> they live in a rock." <laughs> how? No, my biggest gripe was how is he charging it? He didn't have any sort of cable. He definitely no. didn't have the little block that goes into the wall. They were living in a fucking rock. You're not plugging that little block into anything in that cave. Like, you don't... I don't walk around with the little block and the cord to charge my iPhone everywhere I go. And then especially in an emergency situation where, like, you know, I have to go because some guy just tried to freeze me and my family. I'm not going to be like, let me grab my iPhone charger. <laughs> <laughs> well, my answer to that would be that Raiden is a no. Raiden a was too charger. busy doing something else. No, he was there in the he was there during that part, so he could have been like, "Hey, Raiden, can you hold my phone and just like charge it to a hundred? Thanks, or like no. past a hundred? Can you just no. give it in infinity life?" He's an and elder he's like, god. Right. He would have had some excuse like, "I'm an elder god. I don't know what that technology is." And Steve second, Jobs, who <laughs> annihilation Raiden would have been like, um. I, I, I'll do it if you, like, be my friend on Facebook, yeah? <laughs> okay, cool. Is he German? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looked like a German. Very Aryan-looking Raiden in the second one. Um, how about how about Johnny Cage being in the second one? At the very end of this movie, they... The very end of this movie, Cole Young is, uh, is like, packing up his bags at the old gym. The guy's like... Hey, Coley, you wanna uh, you wanna fight this weekend? Two hundred bucks, and he's like, Nah, Jimmy, I'm not doing these fights anymore for two hundred. He's like, Oh, where you going? And he's like, Hollywood, and he's like, Hollywood, what's there? And he's like, Not what, Jimmy? Who? And you're like, Oh, geez. And then they pan to a poster of Johnny Cage. Literally, like, okay. only the the referee has a an Italian kind of New York accent. <laughs> it's it's fine. Hey, Goomba. Um, who is I said Ryan Gosling, but who's your dream Capicola. Johnny Cage casting? Oh, Ryan Gosling's a good one. It's now it's Ryan Gosling. Now I, I need. Now I want Ryan famous Gosling, and he's like a little too old. But Johnny Cage should be a little older, you know. He should be like a little because because he's. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that he's gonna already have 
maybe been through this shit? Ah, I guess it's a reboot, so... He doesn't know he has powers yet. At least he'll have powers. That's fine. At least he's, at least we'll know he'll get a power. And he's not just going to be doing, like, little floor sweeps. Like he was doing in the first one. He'd do this weird leg sweep thing. Ugh, do you remember... Do you remember at the end of Power Rangers, the last Power Rangers reboot, they teased Tommy at the very end? I never saw the Power Rangers reboot. Well, it was pretty good. I liked it. But they teased Tommy at the end, and I was like, ooh, Green Ranger. If it's not Tommy from, like, the TV show, I'm not into it. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Something Frank. Thomas Frank or something like that. If it's not him. That's why I never wanted to see the Power Rangers reboot. Like, sorry, Elizabeth Banks. I just didn't want to see it. It's not bad. You have to we'll watch it. We should do, a, we should do a, a, a watch one day. I'll watch that with you. A review? <laughs> yeah, we'll do a review for the pod, and we'll get your live reaction. Ooh, maybe we'll do a commentary track, a live commentary track. Okay. Good. I like. Um, I just love the Power Rangers so much that I didn't want to see it because I thought it would ruin it. I really. I just like. I was like, yeah, Power Rangers. Like it's if fun. Ivan isn't in it, I don't want to see it. Oh, it's fine though. Brian Cranston was in it. It's cool. You got any more least favorite parts for Mortal Kombat, Brianna? No, honestly, I wasn't heading into it disappointed but i was pleasantly surprised <laughs> yeah i would say i'm on the like uh on the positive side and neutral like it was like i was like yeah nice like some good action give me a week i gotta i gotta think if i liked it more than godzilla versus kong i gotta you know what i'm saying i, I feel I like i could watch more i feel like i could watch this again more so than I could Godzilla versus Kong, but I don't. I don't know. Time will tell. I don't. I think that both of these movies for me are going to be movies that I'll watch again, but not anytime soon. Yeah, that's that's fair. That I feel like I can watch a movie like this maybe like once a year, which is still. I mean, it's just something you throw on in the background. You kind of like check it out. Ah, I remember that part. That was a good part. I mean, I can watch the same movies over and over again, no problem. Like day after day. Okay, that's aggressive. Don't. I'm not that. adding that. I'm not adding Godzilla vs. Kong or Mortal Kombat to that repertoire. I only think that we've had. I've. I think I've only remember one time on this podcast where you've said that you could watch. Uh, you could add this to your your list. I forget what movie it was. I'll have to go back and look. But I remember you saying it once. So that is a. It's a rarity, I guess. And that's the review, Headlines. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. I was going to ask I you find what... myself saying that like in, not like in regular conversation because I don't talk to people, <clears throat> but <laughs> in my regular life when I'm talking to myself, I'll like see something. I'll be like, headlines. <laughs> Before we get into headlines, I want to ask you, what did you think of Falcon Winter Soldier ending? Um, Okay. If we're already in the spoiler zone, I'm honestly upset that John Walker is getting so much publicity for being, like, the good Captain America again. It's like, how did we all just forget that he fucking, like, I don't know, brained a guy with his shield on Instagram Live and we're just all cool with it because Julia Louis-Dreyfus came in and, like, we're supposed to just be like, yeah okay sure she's like the pr person for this new captain america like we yeah we definitely forgot he did that well i don't think that honestly i don't th i don't think they are giving him any kind of like recognition like that to be honest with you um mm -hmm. well like mm -hmm. like julia louis dreyfus is a bad guy 
I know she has blue hair that never gave me positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a bad guy, so like how like I think he's just going to be a bad guy. Still. Like he's going to end yeah, up but he's going to be like, even worse. I feel like in his mind especially with the end of them the show with him and his wife like in that I don't know the the courtroom thing, the majiggy. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was hugging, and he was like, I'm back. And she was like, you're back, yeah. And he's like, I'm back. And he's like, you're an agent now. I think that he thinks he's going to be a good guy, but in reality, he's going to be doing bad guy things with his superpowers. Yeah, but see, he thinks he's a good guy. Yeah, he does, because he's, he's fucked up in the head. So that's what I don't like. I don't like how they're like they're kind of just tricking him into being like, "Yeah, you're good, John. Don't worry." I th- I think that the uh, I think over time that the serum is gonna work uh, into his brain because he kept like grabbing his head and like wincing and shit and like doing all this crazy shit. Maybe and so I think it's gonna like I think it's gonna slowly slowly fuck him up. I will say that I loved the ending title card. I loved how they changed <sighs> it to Captain America. In the Winter Soldier, and I love how right after that episode they announced a Captain America four. So there's no skipping a beat. He is Captain America. He's not the Falcon anymore, and they can just like they just wrote it in so perfectly. Did you love that or what? I kind of wish. I know that they won't change Bucky's name, but I kind of wish they changed the Winter Soldier's name. What do you mean? Why? I don't know because I feel like. We're now Pat Bucky's past that part of his life, and he's now just the good guy. And he realizes that he did all those bad things as the Winter Soldier because he didn't know he was doing them. Well, Io did. Io did call him White Wolf before she left him, and so like he, the, she was like, you know, we'll see you around, White Wolf. Yeah, but that's just the Wakandans. Like, is that going to be a worldwide thing? Are we all going to start calling? I especially, I don't know though, because they stopped calling. Sam Black Falcon, he's Captain America, so, like, it would have been cool to have Black Falcon and White Wolf, but then that also seems, like, very Native American. I'm not shitting on Native Americans, but it seems a little weird to me. Mm. (laughs) We're getting a little too into, like, I don't know, (laughs) Pocahontas, (laughs) but... I uh, I really liked it. I think they're doing a great job, and I they just continue to make me go, like, fuck, they're just, like, setting shit up so well, while at the same time giving me payoffs i am a little like i know that they so much went into the production of these episodes but i am a little bummed out there was only six. Oh, i know are you excited for loki yes after seeing wandavision and then winter soldier no black falcon and winter soldier like hell yeah <laughs> captain america winter soldier technically captain america if loki is bad oh it yeah. can't be though it really can't be i love tom hiddleston as loki yeah, me too. It can't be bad. It looks hilarious, the trailer. Um, and I honestly thought that the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was going to be really bad. But I, re- I liked it a lot more than WandaVision. You thought it was going to be bad? Not ba- no, that's aggressive. Not, I you didn't thought think it was going to be bad? I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I thought it was going to be kind of boring. Or like, not boring, but kind of just like a regular Captain America movie. Which, for me, kind of teeter on the more boring side of the of the Marvel Universe. Um, but this was... This was, in my opinion, the best Captain America movie that they've ever made. If that's what you want, you know what I mean? If that's what you want to call it. But it, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love the real world stuff that they mixed in. That, that's, always, that's always great. 
I liked how they uh they made Carly a ginger. They gave gingers around the world a little bit of hope. Yep, and then they killed her. <laughs> they, you know. Oh, that happens. Sorry. <laughs> headlines. <laughs> Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Headlines of the night. It's all Oscars, baby. Let's talk them. More I think about it, more I'm like, eh, not the worst, but oh boy, is it far from the best, Brianna. Um, well, if anyone wanted to know, we were watching the Oscars live on the phone together. (laughs) (laughs) And probably, I don't know, an hour and a half in, I was like, what do you think of this show, Mantis? And I think that we were both like, it's okay. It's, you know, it's fine. I had higher hopes for it because that's just, you know, I like to surprisingly i think positively and then poof right after i mentioned that it's like i jinxed it and ever since that hour and a half it fucking just tanked it went swan dive right off the top of a building and poof we ended with just yuck (laughs) a lot of yuck the production quality uh like i don't I, I, it just, it went downhill so quick. Like that whole, what was up with the whole, the whole, like, uh, the whole, like, the quest love, like, guess the Oscar song. Yeah. Yeah. What the song is it game? Like Glenn Close didn't know shit about shit. That was crazy. Like she knew, like, there's no way she knew what that song was about. And there's no, they absolutely fed her that. That was like a bit and it was staged and you could tell, but it was just so lame. Like what the fuck was going on? Brianna, they cut the skits, they cut the musical guests, and they still ran a half hour over. Because they had to play that stupid fucking game. I just didn't, I <clears throat> liked the concept of the game, like it was interesting, but that's not like Oscars, that's a Golden Globes thing. That's totally Golden Globes, that's Emmys, oh my god, like you don't <laughs> do some shit like that at the Oscars, like Jesus Christ, I have more respect yeah. for you, Lil, and if Lil they... Rel and Questlove. If I know, I, f- I feel bad. I love Laurel and Questlove. They Me did too. their best. I think that if that's what the direction they were taking the show, they should have done like little things along the way to build up to that because it just seemed very random as if we almost like it was a commercial thing and we weren't supposed to see it. And it was like kind of a an in-between like while we're waiting for the commercial break, like let's play this game. But then they like showed it on TV almost. And it was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, maybe, maybe it was so long because the acceptance speeches were fucking like nine minutes a piece. Like they didn't, they didn't play one person off. Not a it soul. It seemed like, they were almost uncomfortable being up there that long. <laughs> oh, I know. Tell me about it. I think, um, what's his face? Daniel Kaluuya? He seemed uncomfortable with how long they were giving him. Well, he he just wanted to get out of there so quick, and he was just ready to go home and fuck or something like that. He, <laughs> he, he wanted like, to get Let's drunk. Get fucking turned. He, dude, uh, also, did you notice that they didn't show any movie clips? They just read off trivia about the noms. Like, so boring. Like, I needed to, I need more shit to keep my attention. Like, what the fuck is going they on? They showed, like, some of them had movie clips, but it was really more for, like, the thing they were nominated for. So, like, cinematography, they showed clips of 
the movies, but it was like, oh, duh, it's cinematography, like editing. They showed some clips of the movies, but yeah, for like actual performances and things, like best actor, they were just like, they showed the people sitting there awkwardly, and it was like, oh. Yeah, and no, then they no, it, like they kind of strung together some dialogue to be like, yeah, and then we went to whatever, and we saw this guy, and then we went over here, and we saw Fat Gary Coleman. Like, come on, like, <laughs> Gary Coleman was looking fat. Gary um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> recipes, Gary Coleman. Um, <laughs> you know how? Well, well, but what about how they? normally play like clips of the best picture award like throughout the movie they'll be like nominated for best picture night oh, nomadland yeah, and then yeah. they'll like kind of like do a whole thing like they need to do like some background shit like i want to see how the scripts are are made i want to see some like behind the scenes stuff i want to see what it was like making a movie during the covid year like i want to see some things that make me as a movie fan because i'm the only fucking person clearly watching this shit like a movie nerd i'm i'm the one that's i'm your demographic so you need to keep me interested and by doing that i'm gonna keep you afloat but if you can't even give me anything besides these fucking stars that aren't even really that famous and like uh, like you know well they're not even doing anything they're just sitting there waiting to hear who wins it's not like they're performing or anything it's just like, like they're all sitting there being pretty are movie stars as famous as they used to be? Like, maybe it's because I've gotten older, but the amount of fame people in movies get nowadays is nowhere near where it used to be. Like, like think of when I we think grew that's up, for like, Oscar George movies. Clo- like, there's no, like, George Clooney of today. You know, someone that's like, oh, I love George Clooney, I go see all his movies. Like, nobody really does that anymore. Mm, I think that's because you're getting older. But no, I agree during, especially with the whole socially distanced COVID thing and we weren't going to have a huge live audience, they really could have taken us into a deep dive of like how these movies were made. Like, let's show Chloe Zhao in the desert shooting the scenes for Nomadland or let's show how they do the makeup for Mank because apparently it was so fucking spectacular. (laughs) Or, yeah. like, let's show all the people making the costumes. Like, let's do that. But they also, yeah, normally during the Oscars, they'll feature one of the nominees for Best Picture. Like, they'll take one and they'll be like, and tonight, whatever, we have, I don't know, Promising Young Woman. And then they'll show kind of, like, longer clips of the movie so you can kind of see like oh yeah there's carrie mulligan oh sure there's bo burnham and then they kind of do that throughout the show and then at the end like they're supposed to they announce best picture as the last category yeah yeah um they did a they they just just baffling like what what do you think the amount how many people do you think saw all of these movies that were nominated what it's got to be like, like a, a percentage of the popu- a percentage of like Americans who saw all 10 of the nominated movies. So I find that interesting that you mentioned that because when I was younger, I used to watch the Oscars with my parents. And uh I don't know if anyone knows this, but my parents don't really watch movies. It's not like they're opposed to it. They just that's not like their thing. They don't really like to go to the movies. 
they don't really like to watch new movies. Like, my dad's favorite movie is Ted. I'm not judging him, but he loves that movie. My mom's favorite movie, Legally Blonde. That's just the kind of house that we live in. <laughs> that's but such a, we that's used a... to... <laughs> We used to watch the Oscars and like we would see the nominees for best picture and like best actress and we'd be like, who the fuck are these? Like we would know who the people are. We'd be like, who the fuck are these movies though? Like we would never be like, let's watch Mank and then we'll follow it up with uh, Nomadland after. My mom and dad would be like, the fuck? Why are we watching this shit? I, yeah, it's it's and like not just... even I think people like that are watching the Oscars anymore. <laughs> I blame the Academy. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I don't need to hear the speeches, and this is not about like I I I'm totally for people using their platform, but it's just boring when everyone does it, and when you when you expect everyone to do it, like everybody's gonna give a speech about something that's not relevant to the movies. Like just kind of, I just want to see who wins, man. I want to see some cool movie stuff. I want to see like celebrities doing casual things that maybe go, no, oh, they're just like us. Like, just fucking <laughs> like, give me the lame shit that I want. So I don't. I want have the to... cheese. I want all the cheesiness. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, and once again, I'm all for the platform. Fucking give it to me. I get it. But like, you're a famous person. Like, you probably have 17 million Twitter followers. Just like tweet it out. Like you, there. If you have seventeen million Twitter followers, that's seven more, seven million more people than were watching the Oscars last night. So see, that, yeah, that pisses me off too. You know, but um, now let's talk. Let's talk nominations and wins. Well, okay. I mean, other than the fact that you pretty much knew, you were only sidelined by two of them. Yeah, two only. I was pretty much. I was pretty much only baffled by two, but there was a big two, in my opinion. They were blowouts. Like they, yeah. we had no idea. <laughs> so obviously, the first thing right off the bat is everybody's like Chadwick Boseman didn't win, which I, I get it. Um, I personally don't think he was the best performance. I did think he was going to win. Um, them the way the production team went about the Oscars is just baffling to me. They did Best Picture third to last and then did Best Actress and then Best Actor. So everybody thought, oh, they're going to give it to Chadwick Boseman. It's going to end. There's going to be a big speech by his family and there's going to be people on stage and it's going to be like, happy, happy Oscar day, everybody. Bye. And like, that's kind of what they they made it feel like was going to happen just by the way they produced the fucking show. And then it ended with Anthony Hopkins winning and him not accepting it via video or anything. I um, heard that he was sleeping. Yeah, he was sleeping. He was sleeping but because he's it was an probably old like man. Yeah, and it, it, it was like four in the morning in, in England. I get it. But at the same time, it, it was very anticlimactic. Joaquin Phoenix said, uh, I'll be accepting the Oscar for him tonight. And then it was like, Good night, everybody. And that was it. And so Even that Joaquin was, Phoenix was awkward up there. Yeah. Uh, they did a they did a terrible job with that. Chadwick aside, the Oscar should have gone to Riz Ahmed if if it was not going to go to Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Hopkins had a fantastic performance, but Riz Ahmed's was fucking transformative, Brianna. He played a role like no one else has ever played him in their entire fucking life, and, they, it, it, and the way he went about it is incredible. The man learned drums in American Sign Language from fucking scratch. That's bananas. Leo slept in a bear and crawled on the ground for a month, and he fucking won. Like, Anthony Hopkins' range in The Father was excellent. Nobody's going to say it wasn't. But so wasn't Riz. Riz was also excellent. Yeah, but Anthony, Anthony Hopkins Anthony, is an established, like, wonderful actor. 
And yeah, so and it's kind of like, yeah, of course he gave a great performance. He's a fucking good person and a good actor. Like, duh. And, and, and his emotion was incredible, but so wasn't Riz's. Like, they were just as good of each other, as good of each other, as good as each other. But Riz did more for the character and for the story. I know it's the best performance, but it should be just like the MVP of a sports team. Like, you don't just give it to the person who gave who did the best performance that year. It's the person who gave the best performance and also took their movie and raised it to a different level. And that was Rizamed for me. Like, I understand that they wanted to give it to a give it to him as a bookend to his career. He was deserving, but Riz was more so deserving. Like, go watch Sound of Metal and tell me that doesn't fucking suck you in. Yeah, but like, that's not fair to, like, Riz. Like, oh, yeah, sure, like, Anthony Hopkins, like, you did a great job. Like, this is way to put the cherry on top and it's like who fucking cares like does he care probably not no probably not he's and probably Anthony pretty Hopkins... fucking satisfied with his career he doesn't need another oscar yeah i bet you he didn't give a shit about winning that considering oscar last yeah he night. was and... fucking sleeping he didn't give any fucks and you know what what that what that what that win would have done to rizamed's career not that it's he's not going to get looks now that he got fucking nominated and he was the best performance of the year but still like, Anthony Hopkins played a man with dementia, and I think that affected people more so than um, The Sound yeah, of Metal. Also, and like, I, think about but, how many people are deaf in America and in the world. Like, that's not fair to Riz. I know, but I think that, like, the Whatever. movie about dementia, it's like putting shitty music over, like, a like a soldier coming home mm-hmm. video or a, pup, a puppy seeing his owner for the first time. You put that, like whimsical music over it and all of a sudden you're emotionally invested and you're just like into it more and i think people just kind of were like oh movie like the about dementia. Dog exactly exactly and i think people were just like oh it's about he's playing a dementia patient so well i my aunt had dementia or this or that and it's like i think they these people saw themselves in the role as olivia coleman and it affected them more and made them choose something that wasn't necessarily the best yeah, but your that, regular old plain Jane wasn't watching The Father, and they're definitely not watching the Oscars. So, like, who cares? Like, those are the people that are going to relate to Olivia Coleman, the character, and they're not watching that movie. Yeah, but they, but the, the Academy, the old whites with their dementia parents. Mm-hmm. The um, old whites which probably bu- just sent their family away to a home, and that's why they have, like, all this guilt that built up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Whatever. Second baffling, second most baffling thing of the night uh, that took back seat to the Anthony Hopkins Chadwick Boseman thing was that Nomadland did not win cinematography, and that is crazy to me. Why, Mank? Uh, shots were inside the house on a studio lot in black and white. Cool, awesome. It was just a fucking love letter to the lame ass golden age, but it was just so fucking boring and not as close to as beautiful as Nomadland. Like the way they or use the cameras in, or Mortal Kombat, no, not even close. The way they use the camera in Nomadland makes the background its own fucking character. How is that not deserving of an Oscar? They made the Badlands its own character. Like the the way they use the camera is incredible. It transformed the movie. Mank could have had a different shot across the room, and it would have been the same fucking. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. It was not. As well shot as Nomadland. I mean, yeah, it was I beautiful, remember, but they, it got production the, design. That and was shit. surprising. Yeah, did you see Mank? No, right? No, because you saw it and said it was bad. So was then so I was like, bad. why the fuck do I want to see it? <laughs> it's just like it's a movie that gets good production design and cinematography. It's like that, and you're just like bored by it the whole time. Kind of like uh, 
Hail Caesar. I, I thought that movie was going to be so awesome. I was so excited for it. I saw it in theaters and I was like, oh, this is just pretty, but it sucks. And I try to convince myself that it was amazing. Well, I told you that Mank only, like, Mank was probably a good movie. We're not saying it's a bad movie. And I know that you said it was shit, but it's probably a good movie in terms of other movies that came out. It's just that, sure, the content was there. Everyone, you know, they knew the guy. Sure, they wanted to see the story. But, yeah, I don't think it should beat Nomadland. I could have watched Nomadland without anybody in it, and I still would have been fine. Yeah. It, it, that That's, like, the whole point of the movie was the cinematography. The way the camera was used. These beautiful shots. The way it was set up. The way it was framed. Like, fuck off. Fuck off with all that nonsense. Yeah, who won Best Director? Oh, yeah, Chloe Zhao. Hmm, oh, yeah, hmm, sure. Who hmm, didn't even see. get nominated? Oh, yeah, okay, just checking. Yeah, <laughs> okay. just, you know, just, oh, how about that? Hmm, curious. Oh, right, okay, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just double-checking my notes. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more thoughts? Um, Other than the fact that when, was it Brad Pitt that fucking butchered Maria Bakalova's name? <laughs> Oh, Brad Pitt called her like Maria Bakalava. You could tell <laughs> he was like, like oh, Brad. fuck. Oh, fuck. But then the, the little Korean grandma from Minari was like, Brad Pitt, I'm so happy to meet you. <laughs> she's like, I, I'm so glad you're here. Because he was a producer on Minari and she never met him. And she's like, I'm so glad I finally get to meet you. And and she said it like four times. And then you could see her rush towards him when she got off the stage. It was pretty hilarious. I liked the picture. You know how they take the pictures backstage of everyone with like their little Oscar? They have a picture of them together and she looks so happy. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I, like I mean, that. yeah, she won an Oscar, but I think she's more happy that she got to take a picture with Brad Pitt. Yeah, her acceptance as most speech of us was, would be. <laughs> her acceptance speech was dope. She's like, uh, I just want to thank my two boys for being here because they made me go to work. <laughs> and she was like, this is what mommy gets when she works hard. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's she fantastic. She was so cute. Oh, she was. She's good. Um, she was a cute little raisin. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was that was really all. I liked Brad Pitt fucking butchering her name. I thought that um, the seating arrangement was kind of weird. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. I mean, what do you expect? You know what I mean? I just thought that they had, like, people that I thought would be together. They weren't together. And then, yeah, as usual, there were a lot of random people that were nominated that you don't really recognize because they're background people and they're behind-the-scenes people. And so they were kind of just, like, all flooded in there. And then all of a sudden you'd see, like, Carrie Mulligan and then, like, Zendaya. And you're like, what? Who are all these random people? And then you see these people and you're like, what? But whatever, you know, as as usual, the, the show was flawed. And I think we realize that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Oscars needs to change. Um, or just figure it out. I don't know. I know it was a down year for movies, but they, they, had, they But they could have done so much more with it. Like, sure. You know what? We could have even gone with just the regular old Oscar show that they always give us. It's a little stale, but we, we still would have enjoyed it. But they tried to do, like, so much and change so many things, and it just, like, blew up in their face. Yeah, 100%. And and even think about it, you know, Joker's been nominated, Black Panther, Endgame. It's not upping uh, viewership. People just don't care anymore. 
they, well, they, they don't like, care. It's there's boring. There's the people and... that are like the diehards, like possibly you, that will just keep watching it because they're watching the movies that are being nominated. But then there are the people that like maybe like they like to watch it because they want to look at the fashion or maybe they're aspiring filmmakers. But other than that, just regular people watching it aren't going to be watching it any longer and it's clearly dropping off every single year so i think that's a very great take to end the show on next week brianna we are back watching tom clancy's without remorse starring michael b jordan thank you so much for listening everybody we really appreciate it we love you hit us up on instagram on discord on twitter anywhere else the dms we're ready for it. The DMs. Brianna, say goodbye. Oh, wait. I watch Songbird, so you guys don't have to watch it. I would give it a 1 out of 50 popcorn bags. What is Songbird about? Songbird's the movie about COVID-23. What? Songbird. It's the movie about they made in during quarantine and it's about COVID-23, the new virus where everyone literally just has to quarantine in their house and they're not allowed to even see like their neighbors who live down the hall. And it's a love story. It's bad. It has like Demi Moore in it. She plays like this villain and like, just eye rolls all over the place. Don't watch it. I think it's on Netflix. I wanted to see it because I just love bad movies, and not even this one can rack up to my being a bad movie for me. That just sounds terrible. Bye, everybody. Try to have a good night after that. I don't know how you're going to, knowing that that's out. Yeah, Sweet Dreams thinking about that poor woman with the wings being sawed in half. No, I was just talking about this new Demi Moore movie. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Bye, Beans. Bye.